Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Born in 103 podcast. Uh, we are your hosts, Eric Gilbert, and my friend Malik Hurst over here. Hey, how y'all doing? So today, we're going to be talking about the world of soccer. So all the, the leagues out in Europe, uh, how they all finished, who won the, each division, each league, uh, minus the French league, which didn't continue. And then we're also going to talk about our Dream 11, which is the top 11 players in the world at each position. And that's going to take place over the Ballon d'Or winner, which has been canceled this year. Uh, it just came out today, right? Or yesterday, was it? I think it was today. Yeah. So today they meant they came out with a statement saying that the Ballon d'Or is not going to be distributed. So we're going to come up with our Dream 11. And people have their speculations as to why they canceled the Ballon d'Or. Uh, some people think it's because French football canceled their season, so there's no league on, no league on two, like it's like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so in their place, and we're going to do our Gym Eleven, but uh, French football will also do their Gym Eleven, and that'll take the place of the Ballon d'Or. So instead of one person winning, you know, basically eleven people win. So it should be interesting. That's cool. That'll but where do you want to start? Interessante. Where do you um, want to start? Which league do you want to start? I with? mean, let's start with La Liga because that's my favorite one. Okay. So, start well, in Spain. Well, in La Liga, Real Madrid won. Yeah, they did. Real, Real Madrid, they won. We don't talk about it. <laughs> I mean, so this is the interesting thing with Real Madrid, right? Yeah. Like, they were struggling. Like, for Real Madrid standards, they were struggling for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what was wrong with them. It might have been – you could blame it on Gareth Bale and say he was, like, bad locker room <laughs> presence. I don't really – I don't really buy into that. I just think, Him and like, Hamez. Well, yeah. I mean, I think Gareth Bale's more because he. Oh yeah, he was worse. the one that was like, yeah, it was like he he had that sign that said Wales. Like this is his list of priorities, right? Mm-hmm. It was like Wales, uh, like Wales soccer, Welsh soccer, golf, and then Real Madrid. <laughs> so obviously, when you say That's something been like on that, for a while. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. Like he's, I don't know what's up with him. He's one of my favorite players, actually. I love uh, Gareth Bale. Mm-hmm. I just think that him, it's him, Zidane, and like some of the other teammates, I don't think they gel together. But yeah. obviously it didn't matter because they won the league. Like what's like four mm-hmm. points clear or something like that of Barcelona? Uh, more than that. Something like Barca that. Barca yeah. lost or tied their last game with, uh, I don't remember who they played, uh, but Real Madrid won. So they were seven points clear or six oh, points okay. clear. Yeah, and they still have one more point. game to play. Okay. Or had one more. Well, I mean, credit to them. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Real Madrid either. Like, I have a Eden Hazard jersey. That's about wow. it. Wow. But that, I was a fan of him before he went to Real Madrid. I just said, maybe yeah. his name would look good on a Real Madrid jersey. That's the only reason why I bought it. Yeah, I like him too. I like him in Chelsea. Yeah. So, I mean, congrats to them. But, you know, we're we're more Barcelona people over here. So, yeah. it's fine. I'm ride or die, baby. <laughs> Who do you think will win ride next year? Die. Oh, God. I don't know. Probably Real Madrid again, considering Barcelona never maintains their defense. Well, do so. you think that? Do you think that? Um, well, we can talk. This, I mean, this was meant to be a separate part of like separate episode. But do you think they keep Messi? Like all this stuff with Messi is like gonna real blow over, basically. I think they'll, they'll keep, keep him. him. I don't think he's leaving. I, who can who can afford him? Man no. City. They're not gonna sign him. They would. Go back I mean, if, if they really wanted him, they could sign him. You know, that's was all this all this stuff going on. Did so you heard about the um like Man City getting their ban from Champions League overturned? Did. did you hear about that? So I think that was part of it. Like I don't understand <laughs> all the ins and outs, like the actually getting in depth with it. 
Uh-huh. But I think part of it was like how they spend their money and like how they get their money. So they've got yeah. a ton of money, basically. Like they got all the money in the world. Just look at their team. Like their B team could win the Premier League if it wasn't for Liverpool. <laughs> so. so I don't know. I don't. I just don't see him leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barcelona, even though they're it will depends if they make moves, you know, to to fix up the their team. I think really they need to fix up their. They need another center back and they need a right back, like badly. Yeah, you know, Jordi Alba's good. PK's good, but he's old. But like Linguette and Umtiti are not solid enough, and then they also have uh, Roberto and Samidu on the right, which isn't holding up a lot. They're very weak in the transition game, so they need some speed, and they need to have speed in the midfield. But they have slow ass Busquez, freaking <laughs> hogging up the whole midfield. So I'll I'll say this about Barcelona's team. I think that their team, like the if you look at the roster on paper. And how capable it is. They're capable of like winning a double or a treble or something like that. Yeah. Like they got players. I just think that the, oh, yeah, they the do. system that they play doesn't really fit all the players that they have. Uh-huh. I think that's their problem. Yeah. Because you look at Griezmann, like obviously Griezmann's not a bum, right? Yeah. But since he's got the Barcelona, having to play with Messi or having to figure out how to play with Messi has like kind of hampered his ability to contribute. Well, he's been on a team where he's been the guy, you know, for so long, you know? Mm-hmm. And at least that forward, and now he's got Messi and Suarez, and uh, Ansu Fati now. Yeah, you know, so they got so it's kind they of... got guys up front. Like if you're taking a team solely for their attacking prowess, I'm taking Barcelona. I don't care what system you have; they have the most potent offense, one of the most potent offenses in mm-hmm. Europe, aside from maybe Liverpool, who just has an, an insane top three up there. You know, yeah. Yeah. So aside from Liverpool, I think even ahead of Liverpool is Barcelona. I would take Suarez, Messi, and Griezmann and Ansu Fati over Especially the in Liverpool people. A year or two. Yeah. Ansu Fati getting better. Uh huh. Yeah. But then but defensively, like, they're so bad. Like compared to their offense. Yeah. Compared to their offense, they're bad. Because, you know, like Semedu, he's not a bum either. Right. Like, yeah. He, no he, one's they, Barcelona, Barcelona could sell Semedu for like. For me, I'd say like 60, 70 million and it wouldn't turn my head. Like, oh, yeah, he's uh-huh. worth that much to another team that needed a right back, like pretty bad because yeah. he's he's pretty good. Yeah. So I just think that they have like stuff to figure out. And that's one thing of... I think Liverpool does so well, though, is they have such a potent offense, but they're, they're back four. Like, I think three of them are freaking like amazing. Yeah. You know, three of their back four are amazing. You'll see how I feel about that later. Yeah, when we do our Dream 11, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. But yeah, so Real Madrid won the La Liga, or won La Liga. Um, Barcelona right behind them, probably. I, I haven't looked at the table recently, but pro- probably Atletico right behind them. And, you know, the the main teams in Spanish football that are always, like, at the top. They're at the top. Yeah. Um, but let's do let's do the, Bundes, the Bundesliga next. So Bayern Munich won the Bundesliga. Surprise, surprise. They normally <laughs> always win. Um, I think it came down to like a couple of games. I think Dortmund dropped a game and then Bayern yeah. won. And I think that's how it ended. Honestly, um, I think before the COVID break, uh, uh, Borussia Dortmund had a shot. They did, you know? yeah. Especially with uh, Holland, how he was lights out. He even was when he came back. He was lights out, you know, for a while. So I do think that... If they would have played through, it would have uh, it would have been, been different. It would have yeah. been better for uh, 
Dortmund. Yeah, that break probably hurt them a lot that they had to go through. Uh-huh. I think that both, I mean, the the German league is very, like, it's super top-heavy, right? Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. it's Bayern and Dortmund and pretty much everybody else. Like, there's probably, like, Bayer Leverkusen's good. Like, they're okay. Yeah. Uh, who else is good in the booth? Red Bull. I don't remember. Yeah, that. yeah. Leipzig. They're good, too. Leipzig, yeah. But they the they got some solid players, but. Yeah, but the thing is, it's just Bayern is insanely talented. And so is Dortmund, to, to, not to the same extent that it's so hard for other teams to really break out, even if you have like solid players like Red Bull, uh, Leipzig had uh, Timo Werner, or Werner, right? Yeah. And he's good. He's a very good forward, but he can't do everything in that league when you have Bayern Munich, who has literally every German player, <laughs> you know, every national team German player on its roster, aside from like three. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, I wouldn't say it's unfair because it's, it's just soccer. That's how yeah. it goes sometimes. Like, people want to go to the big clubs, but. And they just got right, better, like, too. Yeah, German. Just Germany, got Sané. The, the German national team, they should be winning everything because they play with each other all year round. Yeah. Like, they play each other in club because they're all at Bayern and they play with each other internationally. Yeah, international, yeah. So, I mean, Bayern, like, credit to them. You know, they had to beat Borussia Dortmund in points to get there, but I just think it could be a little more interesting. This yeah. is very top heavy. That's all. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, let's do Premier League next, and we could, we can finish with the Italian league because they're not done yet, and it's kind of interesting. Yeah, like how it's like because we can look at it while it's happening instead of having to do it uh-huh. like in retrospective. So we'll do that last. Yeah, that's fine. But obviously, Premier League Liverpool won. You know, it's kind of been a long time coming. I think everyone had knew their, it was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of had their celebrations hampered or kind of <laughs> postponed by the COVID nineteen. Because they were, they, I mean, they hadn't lost in like a calendar year. I think we were still on campus in Worcester yeah. when they lost to Watford or something like that. Like when they first, not when they first started going back, right? Yeah. I can't remember last, because. We were definitely on campus though. Yeah, yeah. Like they lost to Watford or somebody out of nowhere. Like and that was the year, first though, time. Yeah. yeah. That was the first time they lost in a calendar year. It was ridiculous. Like was crazy. Liverpool is insane. And that's in the same league with Manchester City and Chelsea, like all those, all these big teams. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, like where. I mean, obviously, I know where they got their roster from because they made the moves to do it. Yeah, but at the same time, like they've got such a complete team, it's just scary. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't know, and they were gonna get Team Timo Werner too, weren't they? They were uh, gonna get him before Chelsea swooped in, right? Probably rumors of it, yeah. And snagged him, like. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, geez. I can. But the crazy really thing crazy. about it is, the crazy thing about it is, like, Liverpool, they didn't hit 100 uh, Premier League points, at least yeah. not yet. Are they still playing? Well, no, they're not hitting it at all. Arsenal stopped them, I think. Okay, yeah, because they beat them or some, some, something happened. But that's just, like, it shows you how good that Manchester City team was that hit 100 yeah. points in 2018. Think about how great they could have been if Liverpool hadn't uh, came onto the scene like that, you know, like so quickly. Yeah. Think about how many they could have won in a row because they still and they're still set to win m- multiple years, you know, down the line and set to compete at least not maybe not win but compete with Liverpool, you know. So it's really interesting to see how that will play out the rest in the next couple of years. But then at the same time, the English Premier League is also really interesting because there's so many teams that are decent, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like right now there's like six teams going for top four to get into the Champions League next year. And it's like mm-hmm. close. Like all six teams have a shot to make top four still. Or if it's not already decided, I don't know. Yeah. Um, we had to look at the table. But yeah, I mean, they've Manchester City, they've got a problem only in the fact that like some players are like retiring. So like David Silva's retiring, like he's leaving yeah. to come to, isn't he come to the MLS, right? Into Miami? Uh, probably. I think he is. Last time I, I would it wouldn't surprise me considering all these old guys come to the MLS for a year. <laughs> well, except Zlatan because he's not old. Zlatan, well, except Zlatan because he went back to Italy and he's like still playing well too. It's crazy. I know. Isn't he like forty? He's Dude, old. He's so old. Yeah, he's like he's carrying AC Milan right now. It's him and like like two other people carrying AC Milan. But yeah, I mean, David Silva he's coming to the MLS. Uh, Leroy Sané is going to Bayern, I think. Things yeah, going to Bayern. for only 50 mil. Yeah. yeah. Bro, it's, crazy. it's not even that much because he's good. You and know? he's young. Like, and you said Samidu would go for 70. I was like, I think Sané would go for more than Samidu. Yeah. It's just there's like, there's a there's a very limited market in terms of how many players there are at, the, yeah. at that level, like world-class players at right back. Yeah. There are a lot of like left wings that you could buy and like that yeah, would yeah. be serviceable. But right back is like you don't get those a dime a dozen now. Yeah, you have to pay a lot for mm-hmm. good right back. So mm-hmm. that's only why that's the only reason why I said Samir yeah, would be like seven million. It makes yeah. sense. Wait, Especially who does Byron have at left winger right now? Then Gnabry, uh, right? Or is he a striker? I think he's interchangeable. Let me look at the uh, at the transfer market because it could Sorry, be Gnabry or it could be Muller. Because Muller plays out wide now, I think. Because Lewandowski plays up top alone. You're right, Nabry. He's he plays at winger, but I take I take Sane over him though. Even though Nabry's good, Nabry's playing take... lights out. Yeah, for them, like he's only he's not even that expensive. He's only like 30, 40 mil, and he's playing pretty well. Even then, like they're getting Sane too. Just add to the list of players that play for the German national team or should have played <laughs> should have played for the German national team, except their manager didn't call Sane up for whatever reason for the World mm-hmm. Cup. Dude, I never I understand some things, dude. Like, I remember in 20... It was the Women's World Cup 2018. Yeah, yeah. Like, Marco Royce was really good, you know, for for Borussia Dortmund, and he had a really good year, and he didn't even start for the German national team. You know? Like, it's just... They're so good, but they just had such a poor outing at the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I think they're the most talented team over France. I think France is really talented, too, and I think I... I picked them to win the World Cup before it happened because I just yeah. looked at all that talent on that team. I don't think anybody yeah. had anybody else winning it. You I know, did. Maybe I Germany. Did. Maybe Germany. I had Germany you, in the quarterfinal. Do you want to know who I had that. winning it? Who'd you have? I had Belgium winning it. I Hey, hey, that's not even uh, that far off because once, once you saw how the seeding played out, if Belgium had beaten France, if it wasn't for Umtiti's header, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Belgium would have won. Been through. Yeah, they would have beat Croatia. And oh yeah, because who that's, who everyone the third and fourth oh. place games? It was England. And, and it was England. England and Belgium, right? Yeah, and Belgium whooped them. Yeah, like three, yeah. three or two zero or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's like that other side of the bracket was so easy. You know, like England played like Norway or 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 Denmark or something, and they played Sweden. Like they had such an easy way through. Compared to the other side, which was loaded. 
It's crazy. That that just shows you how good France is. Like, I mean, you could make the argument that Germany has the best total roster, like top to bottom. But at the same time, that French team, they're ridiculous. They are really good. They're absolutely ridiculous. And it's just like, I mean, it didn't come out of nowhere, but it's kind of like, where did all these players come from? Like, you knew that there was all these French nationals playing at all these big clubs. Yeah. But at the same time, it's you just see like, oh, Mbappe's like, what was he, 19 or something like that at the World Cup? Yeah, 19, 19. He came out of nowhere, though. LA Records. But he came out of nowhere. I think he had just moved to PSG, like from AS Monaco. So he was just like getting onto the scene. Like people knew who he was, but people didn't know like, oh, like that's Mbappe. So at that point, you'd see like Mbappe coming up. You have Griezmann. You got Paul Pogba, Conte, all these players that play for them. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, I think you're right. Like Germany's up there. France is up there. I would still say Belgium's up there because they've got a squad, too. Especially but, after Thibaut Courtois' resurgence. Yeah, after he's been the good lockdown, too. he played bad the first half. He but after awful. lockdown, after lockdown, bro, he's been on fire. I almost put him as my goalie for my Dream Eleven. I came really close. Between okay, well, I think I know who you picked. Then but yeah. we'll get to that later. I think yeah. we both picked the same one. But yeah, so who, who we were just talking about Liverpool, right? So we're going on to the Italian league now. Yeah. Okay. So. Last time I checked, Juventus in the Italian league was seven points clear of Inter. Inter's in second place. Inter Milan. Yeah, um, they're pretty. It's Lazio in third place. Yeah. But I think the only reason why Juve is up that high is because Inter dropped a game. They dropped some points recently. Yeah. And I think it'll be Juve's. I, I think Juve will end up winning it. I think they're kind of, you know, they're getting their stride. Ronaldo's starting to play better because he wasn't, he was playing like just about average. Like a month ago, like he wasn't really scoring. Even his manager came out and said, "Like, oh yeah, he's not all that fit. Like, he can't yeah. really like, not right now." But he's starting to get it back. Mm-hmm. So I think Juve will win another title this year. Yeah, they will. I, they, I think when they came back, was it like three games in a row they didn't score a goal or something? So they came back slow. Mm-hmm. And then they but, lost the Italian Cup. They lost it to yeah. who did they play. Oh, I don't even remember. I don't. Pay oh, I think it was Napoli. I think it was Napoli. Let me check. I'm going to be sure before we lie to these people on the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Final. I think it was at Napoli. Yes, it was Napoli. They lost on pens. Okay. Well, I mean, that came close then. but Yeah, it was close, but you, you'd you expect Juventus to win that game. Yeah, I still don't see them losing anything. Like, I don't lo- see them losing le- the Series A or Series A, whatever it is. Serie A, yeah. Serie A. Serie A. Yeah, I think they'll win. I think, uh, I mean, Lazio put up a good challenge and Inter put up a good challenge. Inter's got a good team, though. Yeah, they but they're going to lose Marti- Mar- uh, Martins this year. To who? That's, I have no idea. I heard Barcelona wanted to try to get him. <laughs> Whoever Barcelona wants, they get. This is the end of the story. But who knows if they'll actually can. I mean, he's Argentinian, so maybe Messi wants that. Probably, yeah. You know? If he stays. Well, I don't, know, I don't see him leaving unless it's City, but I don't see him going to City. Yeah, people have their spe- like they do their speculations. They'll say, "Oh, he's going to the MLS," or "He's going to the Manchester <laughs> City." I don't see him coming to the MLS. Hell no! Playing there right now, no. He's still he a could, Ballon d'Or contender. Yeah, like, wouldn't wow. it be funny if he like he comes to play for Atlanta United and he wins the Ballon d'Or? <laughs> eighty goals, eighty assists. 
Yeah, if Zlatan could be the best player in the league over here without even trying, like he he went on record saying like all these players here suck. Yeah, he's not wrong. <laughs> like Zlatan made a mockery of the MLS. He did. And he, he was like doing 40. He wanted to do. So if Messi came over here, it'd be a wrap. Oh, good but course. I don't think so. I think that if he does leave, the one place he will go is Manchester City. That's what I think. Probably. I don't think you're wrong. But he has to leave first. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, we done the with the four top leagues aside from France because they canceled their season. Yep. So if you would have picked a Ballon d'Or winner, we can do like multiple picks. Like, okay, so our top, like I, think, I think, yeah, top three. So I think I know who your top one's gonna be. But there you're, are a lot of other wrong. people that could have won, like, or had like a lot of votes to challenge. Yeah, this person. I, so I have a solid top three, I think, for it. But number one, I'd pick Lewandowski. Oh, okay. Okay. He's just, he's been so good this year. He's a scoring machine. Like he doesn't miss. You know. Mm-hmm. He's been lighting up the German league, and I think if Barcelona had a better year, even though Messi set the assist record for Barcelona, or was it the La Liga in general? It might have been La Liga in general. It's probably La Liga. Um, yeah. He set the assist record for twenty something. You know. That's so. That's really like good. But since they just hadn't have such a as good of a year as Bayern did, I would probably give it to Lewandowski over him. Uh, but Messi would be second for sure. I would put him at number two for the Ballon d'Or, mm-hmm. and then three probably Ronaldo. Okay, you know, he's always in there in the discussion. Yeah, yeah, that's surprising to me because he's Ronaldo. Why you thought it was gonna be Messi first? Yeah, I did. I'm not, I'm not that biased. <laughs> I mean, you could make a legitimate argument for Messi being number one. Yeah, you can. Right? Because he's just transcendent. Yeah. He is literally a he's demigod. Like, he's like LeBron. You know, LeBron could always win the MVP. Yeah. It's just but, whether or not they choose to give it to him. Mm-hmm. I think Messi like, has a stronger case, though. I think Messi is, like, every year one of the best, if not the best player, whereas LeBron sort of slacks off a little bit and just takes his time. So, statistically, he's not the best every year. Whereas Messi he could be, though. He, he could, could be. be, but he's not. Sometimes I just think the. I mean, that's that's what's weird with like comparisons between sports, because basketball, like the NBA season, is such like it's such a different beast than like the European season. Uh-huh. So with Barca, they have to play their La Liga games, and then they have to play Champions League because they're they're most likely in Champions League. Like they're never not in Champions League. Yeah. Then they got to play the Copa del Rey, and then they got to play the Super Cup, like all that stuff. So for Messi to do all that in that season like i mean he'll be he'll have a game off every now and again where like uh the manager will just say you know don't worry about it because you know there are games like that yeah for him to compile the stats that he compiles like regularly it's crazy for fun that's what it looks like it looks like it's not even it's not even like the stats it's just the way he scores and stuff like you look at his ballon d'or campaign last year um what i think what really set it off was even the first meeting with Liverpool in the Champions League, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or just the Champions League in general, even though they didn't win it, they really should have, if you think about it. They really should have won the Champions League because they would have beaten uh, Liverpool. Or if they beat Liverpool, they would have beaten Tottenham in the final. Yeah. but And I think they really should have beaten Liverpool. It was so dry. It was it worked, dry. These, those, these teams play each other all the time. It wasn't even like an, an inner uh, – an inter uh, – What's the word? League matchup, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like yeah. a Spanish league versus an, an, uh, an English league. It was domestic. 
and it wasn't even like everyone knew Tottenham was not meant to be there. There was not a chance they were going to be Liverpool. <laughs> I don't think anybody picked them. No, no. I didn't. I, I wish they did because that would have been awesome. And now they're like six in the table too. Exactly. Like they had no right to win that, to be in there. Like honestly, Ajax, I really wanted Ajax to win it. I wanted it to be so Ajax bad. and Barca in the final bad. I wanted that to be the final real bad. I would have the heck out of that. That'd have been real. even Ajax and Liverpool would have been fun to watch. Yeah, because th- you think about the Ajax team, like they had their that top their two year. players. That was their yeah, year. Their, their top two players left. Yep, like they got sold to big teams, and they—I mean—they've got some other pieces that are good. Like Quincy Promise is good. Uh, what's his name? Ziyech. Ziyech is good. I like they—they they got some players, but last year, or yeah, whatever year that was, they were in the final or yeah. not? Not the final. Wow. Every year that was, they were almost there. Like that was their year. That was their year but, to do it, honestly. Yeah. Can you imagine if they'd won it? Like that would have been like a that would have been like a story you tell for a while because that that team is never going to be back into that or probably won't be back to that level for a long time, if not ever, because they're not one of those big teams, you know. Mm-hmm. They're not one of those big teams that always make it there. Even Tottenham, you know, if they had won it, they they don't make it there that often. They've made it there before, but not uh, that often. They're not the biggest club in England. Yeah. So anytime a club like that can win it, it's all it's obviously really awesome to see. But it wasn't to be. Instead, we got the what was it one zero like the one zero slugfest between two zero. Yeah. Yeah. It was a draw though. Like it was not fun to watch. It was a penalty kick in the twentieth twenty something minute or early on in the game, and it wasn't even a foul, <laughs> which is sad. And then. Uh, uh, Karigi, Arigi, whatever his name oh, is. Oh yeah, Divac, Divac Arigi. Yeah. He yeah. put one in the back of the net. But yeah, I mean, your your top three are good though. You had Lewa, Lewandowski, Messi, yep. and Ronaldo. Yeah. So I would have said so if I was a Ballon d'Or voter, right? And mm-hmm. I'm just looking at one. I'm looking at stats, and then two, like overall body of work. So like what really I think what really hurts Lewandowski in awards like these is that his his international team is so bad. Yeah. Outside of him, like they have nobody. Yeah. And I think that really sucks for him because he can never win anything. Like they barely even get out of groups or don't get out of groups when it comes to like uh-huh. any any Euro Championship or any like World Cup qualifier. Like you know it's it's tough for them. Yeah. But I would have had Lewandowski second. In voting. <gasps> Who would you have first, Messi? Yeah, I would have had Messi first. I just can't. You you can't like you can't downplay. Yeah, you can't downplay. No, I I mean, I agree because I I was if it's if it was up to me, I want Messi to win it every year. I just think that with how well Bayern did and how poor Barcelona did, because like this was the this was like the year last year was an easy year for them to win it. You know, Real Madrid was trying to figure out who they were without Ronaldo. And they were trying to get players for the next year, right? Yeah. So they were not going to be competitive last year. And they weren't. But this year, they just got all these new players. They just re-signed Zidane as the coach, right? Because he wasn't the coach last year. Yeah, he wasn't last year. So they re-signed him this year after letting him go. Um, so they like it was a new system for them with new players. So this was your year to freaking you know, go out and get it again your new players, you know, your yeah. three new players if count Ansu Fati as new. So, but they couldn't do it, which is kind of sad. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so I would have had Messi first, Lewandowski second, and probably Van Dyke third. Again. Yeah, he's he's good. Yeah. I just think, you know, like he's when when he got to Liverpool, you could argue that Coutinho was kind of like not the catalyst, but he was an important move for Liverpool because when they sold him and got the money to like actually put the rest of the team together, that was yeah. like kind of what put him over the top. Yeah. But they're it's kind of like the same move in and of itself. But when Van Dyke got there, and then when they got Allison, it yeah. was a wrap. Yeah, it was a wrap. Because even before Allison got to Liverpool, even when he was at Roma, I was like, this guy, he might not be the best goalkeeper in the world at that point, yeah. but he will be. Yeah, I was going to say, he, is. he definitely is. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's my goalkeeper for my dream of life. Yeah, me too. I just think, like, you could have, you could argue, like, Jan Oblak. You could say Oblak is probably the best. He was my second, yeah. Yeah, I would say Oblak second. And then you could say De Gea, but De Gea is like, he was good two years ago, like really good, probably the best. But yeah. now, I just don't De Gea know. sucks. Even with, even with like Man United playing well now, De Gea I just don't is not. De Gea. Yeah. De Gea has been so bad. Like, not bad, but he's been so inconsistent. For De Gea's standards, he's been bad. You know? Yeah. And then same with Thibaut Courtois. Like, he's been, so, like, he, he was amazing. For Chelsea for a while, like he was really good. You play him in FIFA, he was a freaking brick wall. Couldn't get past him. Freaking Shree, he touched the crossbar with his head. He's yeah. huge, you know. Goes to Liverpool, or not Liverpool? Sorry, Real Madrid, and just sucks. Like yeah. the only time he's been good with Real Madrid was his past like two month span. You know, that's the only time he's been good. Do you think it was like a pressure thing? Because you can make the same argument for Hazard aside from I have the injury. No idea. Hazard did not play well at all. No, he had like what, you, zero we, goals or one goal. Yeah, he was. It was very poor. But it was, and that's that's even the thing. Like he played so poorly, yet Barcelona still couldn't freaking do it. They still couldn't win it, and Hazard wasn't even a factor. So, yeah, but yeah, so that would be my voting, and then I'd have like Mbappe fourth if they had like fourth place votes. Yeah, he was my fourth. Assuming assuming that they continued, right? Because they're not going to... I mean, that's why people think that they canceled the Ballon d'Or because France um, France didn't play. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have had him fourth. And that's like like a a hard top four to get into when Mbappe is last. Yeah. Because I think I looked at his his stats earlier. I think he's had like 30 goals in 33 games and like 10 assists. Ridiculous. Are we talking like all games across? Like yeah, all, all games. All yeah, games, he's had thirty. Yeah. I looked at all his stats too. Yeah. I was, I wanted to know if he was going to be in my dream eleven. Yeah, but yeah, we can go into that now if you want. I'll let you go first. Did we both use the same formation? I went with the- I I went with a more practical four two four because I feel like there's just the the league is so forward heavy. You know, like how many stars are at like forwards and wingers that it's mm-hmm. really hard to pick three center mids or. If you go uh, three, yeah, three center mid, you know, because mm-hmm. you need four defenders. But I think going with a four-two-four is the way to go. Yeah. So obviously at goalie, Allison, you know, he's been lights out. Best I in mean, the world. Yeah, I like Ter Stegen, but you know that's because I'm biased towards Barcelona. But Allison's just amazing. He's been fantastic for Liverpool, and then continuing with the Liverpool trend. Three of three of my back four from Liverpool. Okay, yeah. So you have Andrew Robertson, Trent Alexander Arnold on the outsides, and then you have Virgil Van Dyke in the mid. Right. It's just I don't know anybody who could beat them in terms of quality. 
Mm-hmm. And then the other center back, just based on really – so I picked Sergio Ramos because of how well he's been playing post-COVID lockdown or shutdown of the leagues. Because he's been he's been their leading scorer, one of their leading scorers, if not their leading scorer at Real Madrid. He's been lights out defensively, and he was a big part of that uh, 9-10 game winning streak that mm-hmm. brought them to win the La Liga. You know, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that makes up my back four. And then if you get into the midfield, so I had a hard time figuring out who I wanted to be in my midfield. I knew I wanted Kevin De Bruyne as mm-hmm. one of my midfielders because he's just fantastic. He's great. My other midfielder, center midfielder, I picked Tony Cruz. Okay, okay. But I think that one was the the one of my weakest options. Like I feel like I didn't know enough about another midfielder, but I know Tony Cruz is really good, and I looked at his stats, and he had a pretty good year uh, for Real Madrid. And considering Hazard had a bad year, it had to have been com- the the I guess um, surge of offense had to come from somewhere. And I yeah. wanted to say it was more him and Modric, but I think I would pick Tony Cruz over Luka Modric. And then the top four, I mean, they're pretty easy. You know, Messi, Messi, Ronaldo, Mbappe, and Lewandowski. Pretty obvious top four in my where'd opinion. You, so where'd you play them? I like, put Messi would... right winger, Ronaldo left winger, and then I put okay. Mbappe and Lewandowski up top. Okay. Because I feel – I know Ronaldo plays – he plays left or center now. He's played left for Madrid, he plays though. both, but he plays left more consistently yeah. for – And I know Messi plays right winger. Yeah. So I knew that those two, once I placed them, it was easy. And I knew Lewandowski plays up top and Mbappe plays all over the place on the upper mm-hmm. half. So I could put him anywhere. And I could yeah. not, I could not put him in, him in, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty yeah. good dream 11 though. I take yeah. them. Yeah. Are you going to do any honorable mentions? Cause I, so my honorable mentions, I guess one was Luka Modric and Nicola Conte. Cause if I did a four, three, three, I would have taken out Mbappe and put in probably Nagola Conte, but then I would have or Luka Modric. So both of them probably honorary honorable mentions. Um, goalkeepers wise, I probably I probably would say Oblak and Ter Stegen, and I'll even throw in Courtois because of his huge end of the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, defensively, maybe Jordi Alba. He's really good. Like he's not bad. Look at Barcelona's defense; they have players. And yeah. Jordi Alba is really good. It's just the, the system they play in is so bad that they just get shit on in transition because he plays up too high. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I would probably put him as an honorable mention because he's really solid. i probably put Kyle Walker as a solid option. Okay. I probably would put uh, Kun Aguero up there. Instead of Mbappe? City. As an honorable mention, at least. Yeah, as an honorable mention. I wouldn't put him over Mbappe. But definitely yeah. it's an honorable mention because he's just so good for them. Did he set the English Premier League record this year for goals? I think I heard that somewhere. Because he's, like he's, I mean, Jesus Christ, he scored a lot of goals for yeah. Manchester City. Yeah, he's been there for six years, forever. eight, seven years. Yeah. He's been there for a while. Same, same since like so he's been up there for a while scoring goals. But yeah, I would have put him as an honorable mention. Um, I think that's it. I mean, I'm probably forgetting like Neymar, but I don't. I didn't look into his stats too much for this year. Mm-hmm. So, I'll, so I'll do mine, and I'll, I'll do the same like order that you did, like go from okay. goalkeeper to the, the forwards f- up top. Yeah. 
So yeah, so we both agreed Allison and goal. Yep. Uh, you could say, I mean, you can make the argument for Terstegen, you can make the argument for Jan Oblak, you can make the argument for Courtois the last two months, but if I'm having to pick one to basically save my life or pick a dream of living, <laughs> I'm picking Allison. Yeah, me too. Uh, same three out of four back four. I don't think. I mean, I mean, I said this before. Like, there's a premium on fullbacks. Yeah. So like left back, it's it's Andy Robertson. Uh, you could make the argument. These are my honorable mentions. I'm just saying, you can make the argument for you know Alexandro. You can make the argument for Alfonso. Not Alfonso Davies. He's like up and coming. But yeah, for me, I'd say Andy Robertson. Right back, Trent Alexander Arnold, obviously. Yeah. Van Dyke. At one center back, obviously. Mm-hmm. And the third, and this is like kind of where I was coming from before when I was talking about like, and you just said it again, Barcelona having players is just they can't like the way that they play. It makes them, it makes yeah. it hard for them to play consistently. Yeah. I've got a long lay at this other center back. Really? Yeah. I just think in terms of, I'm taking into account like trajectory too. So okay. in terms of trajectory, he's going to be at Barcelona unless they decide to get rid of him. He's relatively young. He's going to replace PK when PK gets done, right? Yeah. And I think he's really good. I think he's got like what it takes to mm-hmm. be the centerpiece of that defense. Yeah. So I got him third, and I've got Sergio Ramos as my honorable mention as the other center back. Uh-huh. Because I think, I mean, you're right. You basically stated the argument before, mm-hmm. like the way he's been playing. Like he's basically led Real Madrid to their resurgence and then to the <laughs> title. So who would have thought? Have, exactly. I have him as my honorable mention for defense. Yeah. No honorable mentions for the fullbacks. I just think those two are They're the best. They're so solid, dude. Liverpool's yeah. just so good. Yeah. <laughs> so I go to the midfield. So my two midfield, obviously, Kevin De Bruyne is one. I just think he has everything you need in a midfielder. Yeah. He can go box to box. He can he can play cam if you need him to. You can play CDM if you need him to. He can pass. He can shoot. Anything you want him to do, he can do it. Yeah. So I got him as one. The other one, and you had him as one of your honorable mentions. I got Conte and Golo Conte. I liked Conte. He was. Yeah. I almost put him over Tony Cruz, but I think for, me, I, I don't for know. me, it was between those two too. Like it was Tony Cruz, Luka Modric, and then Conte because yeah. KDB was going to be in the team regardless. Yeah, he was. As soon as I you told me to make a dream eleven, I went okay. Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> he was like one. Of the, I was thinking of center mids. I was like, yeah, De Bruyne's in there for sure. Yeah. It's just hard to like kind of put like give him a midfield partner, and that's why you it's hard like in the four two four because there's so many forwards you have to include. Yeah, that it kind of makes it difficult to say okay who else is going in there besides KDB, mm-hmm. and then you have to make those the tough choices. But if I had to choose one, I'd say Conte. One, I might be like partly biased towards Conte, but I also think he's amazing. Like he objectively speaking, he is good. Yeah, so I got those two honorable mention. To uh, Kai Havertz. Do you know who Kai Havertz is? I, yeah, he plays for, um, who does he play for? He plays in uh... Leverkusen. Okay. Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah. Germany. Watch out for his name because he's going to be, he's going to be I've moving seen, soon. I've seen yeah. some things on, I follow something on Snapchat, some soccer play pages and stuff. And he's on. He's a monster. He's a I beast. I think it was Chelsea they talked about today yeah. that's reportedly trying to sign I think him. It's, it's Chelsea. Because I think uh, Gerard was like, uh, or not Gerard, uh, Lampard. Lampard was saying, I'm not going to talk about Kai Verts right now. Like, we're getting ready to play a game or something like that. Like, he wanted yeah. to avoid speculation. Uh-huh. But we all know. We all know what you want to do. Uh-huh. Okay? Just do it. 
sign Kai Havertz, get him into English football, and watch him produce. Uh-huh. He's a monster. If I were playing a 4-2-3-1, he'd be the cam. And mm-hmm. I'd have Conte and De Bruyne as the other center mids. I think he's yeah. really good. Uh-huh. On to the forwards. So this is where we kind of like have some, not disagreement, but it's just different, right? So yeah. obviously Messi at right mid or right wing. Lewandowski at one striker. Mm-hmm. But at the left wing striker, I got Neymar and Mbappe. Really? Yeah. I so, mean, so we do only disagree on one position, yeah, but it's Ronaldo. Yeah. I mean, I can see it. I mean, Ronaldo's not had his most productive year, you know, in terms of Ronaldo standards. Yeah. So I can see why. I think mine I, came down to mostly it's freaking Ronaldo. <laughs> Like I like Messi way more than Ronaldo. I think Ronaldo's way overhyped compared to Messi. I think Messi's hands down better. You know the way he can make you look like a freaking idiot. It's just insane. It's un it's unparalleled to any kind of physical monstrosity that Ronaldo the physical monstrosity Ronaldo is like and how he can jump like twenty five inches in the air. Right. Yeah. It's crazy, but even though Messi can't do that, he's still unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't really, you can't really like get mad at somebody for mm-hmm. like including Ronaldo or not including Ronaldo or you know yeah. something like that because it's undeniable, right? Like mm-hmm. he is a monster. I get it. I mean, I get why you want Neymar out there with Mbappe. Yeah, but yeah, so I think it's just the the kind of resurgence. So it, part of it is me saying if Lee Gun kept playing and PSG kept playing, Neymar would have the the way that he was like trajectory like his trajectory yeah. path he would have put up some insane numbers because I, I looked earlier and he he had like maybe high 20s in goals and same uh-huh. amount of games or just about the same amount of games as Mbappe. yeah but with more assists mm-hmm. so if i'm picking somebody and i have my honorable mentions too but if i'm picking somebody to go out there I, it would be neymar and then yeah. obviously Mbappe is Mbappe, but yeah and the only reason why Ronaldo's not in over Mbappe is because Ronaldo plays more on the wing than yeah. up front. So that's why I got him. I got it like that. But honorable mentions, I got Sadio Mane at left wing. Mm-hmm. I think you know he's just he's he's a uh, he's remarkable. He's right yeah. behind Neymar for me. Like it was really close between him and Neymar to get into this team. I was thinking about the big the three up there at Liverpool. Yeah, but I just didn't think any of them were as good as the people I put in. No, there. no, they're they're good, right? But it's it's that team that's ridiculous. Yeah. Firmino yeah. is one ugly bitch, but you know, <laughs> I knew you were gonna say so something. Ugly. So I, haven't, I haven't said it in a while. <laughs> it's just ugly. <laughs> like he's just so ugly. It's so gross to look at. I hate looking at his face. It makes me freaking want to gouge my eyes out. But does that stop him from becoming or from being a top footballer? Does it? No. Okay. I just don't think he's as good as Salah or Mane, though. No, no, he's not. And I think that's, objectively speaking, he is not as good as Mohamed Salah or Sadio Mane. Yeah. But I've got Sadio Mane as honorable mention for the left wing. Erling Holland as honorable mention for striker. I was going to mention him, but I didn't know if, uh, I didn't look at the end of his season and how well he did, so I didn't want to put him in my list, but I totally agree as an honorable mention. Yeah. yeah. He's just like. He was crazy. I don't even know. Where he came out, like where did he come from? I have no idea. Freaking Dortmund has so many young players, like good young players, like Sancho. You know, he's going to go probably go to Man City though, or Man United. Yeah, sooner or later. Yeah, but dude, they had such so much young talent on that team. 
And you know what it is? They're going to sell it all and all that. They're going to make so much money. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Is that all these players, like, they see, and you can even include uh, Pulisic in this because he just recently left to go to Chelsea. But you could you could see, like, all these young players, they say, okay, if I want to go somewhere where I know I'll get, like, a chance to play, it would be Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, they're, they've been playing Jaden Sancho for, like, what, two, three, almost four years now, like, consistently. Mm-hmm. And then you saw Pulisic getting playing time, or so, like, at least some playing time, and now he's going to Chelsea. Yeah. So it's kind of like the breeding ground for young talent is Borussia Dortmund. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's Americans, it's English, like, Englishmen yeah. want to go there. Because that's you know. where, uh, well, you said him, right? The American guy. Uh, Christian Pulisic? Yeah. 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 I forgot his name for a second, but then I was like, wait, you just said it. And he's been playing really good for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Like, really good. So, we'll see how, if he can keep it up. There's another, like, there's another American player in the in the England league now, right? Or in the uh, English Premier League. I forget his name. Or is he in is German? He a goalkeeper? I don't is think he a goalkeeper? so. So, there's Weston McKinney plays for, in Germany. He's a that midfielder. Might, that might, what team? Uh, I think it's Schalke. It might be that. There's a there's a goalkeeper plays at Man City that's American. Okay. I think his name is Zach Steffen. Okay. Well, I think the one other American guy was going to get signed by a team and or was planning on getting picked up by a an English team. I saw something about it the other day. It was like a reported uh, contract negotiation. We're coming up. America is not to be slept on anymore. We got well, some players after 2018, or <laughs> we didn't qualify. <laughs> That freaking. was horrible though. Let's not talk about that. How do we not how do we not beat freaking uh who do we even play? It was like it was, somebody like, like Trinidad was, and Tobago. Trinidad was one of them, and there was another team. We got one point. We tied <laughs> one of them. We lost the other one. How? I don't know. I don't know. I just remember hearing that we didn't qualify. I was like, is that even possible? <laughs> I mean, I know we're not good, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, but really? Still. The United States didn't qualify. You'd think FIFA, the FIFA organization that runs the World Cup, would just be like, you know, the United States brings in a lot of viewers. <laughs> Let's just let them go. <laughs> you know, you'd think they just let us in. No. Not this time, Chief. No. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Soon. so Erling Holland as my as another honorable mention as striker, and then Ronaldo at CR7. Honorable yeah. mention. Very close honorable mention. If it wasn't for these past like two months where he kind of struggled for a little bit there by Ronaldo yeah. standards, he'd be in there. But you didn't like Delict. Delict, like so. Okay, so I when I think of Delict, I think about how he struggled early at Juve, uh-huh. and that's kind of like the problem for me, right? He's. Yeah. I mean, I haven't I haven't sat down and actually watched a Juve game probably since the Italian Cup, and I can't remember if he even played. But he he like he hasn't had a significant amount of impact for me to say okay he's better than Longley or he's better than Ramos. Yeah, he's better than you know. Any of those guys. Yeah, of course. So that's the only problem with the league. I think he has all the talent in the world. I just think this year he might have struggled going from Ajax to Juventus. Yeah. I, if he were asking me last year, I probably would have put him on my Dream 11 last year. Yeah. He was me really too. good. Yeah. But that's just the situation. Like the situation now, like he's got a lot of like, good people to learn from, like good players to learn from at Juve, like defensively. Because Italy is known as like, you know, the defensive league. But yeah. That might be changing now with the way Atalanta's been playing, but still. Yeah. But yeah, well, so that's my dream eleven. 
It's yeah. pretty good. I mean, I, I agree with you. I, both are fine. Like ours are very similar aside from three positions. Yeah. You know? Yeah. One of the center backs, one of the center mids, and then one of the uh, forwards. And even then, it was on our honorable, men- honorable mentions. Both of our substitutions were there. Yeah. You know? both of our, yeah. All of our differing places were on our uh, honorable mentions. So. Yeah. I mean it's easy I mean it's easy but it's hard at the same time to kind of get your best players in the world together. Cuz you it's have hard to make, you have so to make many decisions at yeah. certain places. Like at center back there's a few options, at forward there's a ton of options, but I just think right now it's just really concentrated on like six people. You know, there's so many good forwards though and wingers that you could really pick any one of them and you'd be okay. Yeah, you'd be justified. But there's like five people that un- or six people undeniably that cannot be not on your list. You know? Yeah. The three of the backs from Liverpool, Allison at goalkeeper, Messi, and then uh Kevin De Bruyne. Those four six cannot be not on your Dream Eleven. Yeah. Because the others aren't yourself, can something. be interchangeable. I would probably leave Mbappe on it and I'd probably leave Lewandowski on it. But I think you can make an argument that you can take them out for other people. But just the, those six are just so good. And at their position, there's no one else better. Yeah, you know? I just think it's 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 the easiest, obviously, at the fullbacks. There yeah. are there are no other fullbacks that I can think of that are better than Andy Robertson and Trent Alexander Arnold. Mm-hmm. So those two kind of like plug it in, you know, like just yeah. put them in. It's fine. They'll play good. <laughs> yep, they can do anything you want them to do. But yeah, I think you are right in that there are just like those six players where you can't make an argument against them for being in. Yep. But yep. yeah, I think that's the episode, right? I feel like it's the episode. We got a lot out. Exactly. It's a good, a good, lot, a lot of good content for the content. <laughs> gotta, gotta get those two episodes a week. Yeah, no, we'll get it's it done. Yeah. No, no, it's not that bad. Okay. Shall you do the outro? Or shall I do the outro? I will this time. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, everybody. Thank it. you. Okay, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Born in One Hundred Three podcast. Uh, it was a pleasure to make it. Had a lot of fun looking up different soccer players and all their statistics. Uh, I think the next episode we're going to record is the Red Dead Redemption Two game review. So get ready for that to be posted next week. Uh, other than that, have a good day and hope you continue listening to the show.